Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show. Our mission to serve and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. Prescription drugs can be such a financial burden for so many Americans. And I've got great news for you on a couple of prescription programs that can save you big bucks later. The opposite end of the spectrum. Should you spend huge money on Best Buy's new membership program? I'll fill you in on it now that it is national. So my wife recently went to the doctor and they wanted to write her a prescription for something. And so they send it to a pharmacy that she had had on file with them. And so she goes to pick it up. And with insurance, it was $330. To her credit, Lane walked away from the counter and said, that's too pricey for me. I'm not doing it. So I went to Costco and filled the prescription there and it was $40 at Costco without insurance for something that was $330 at one of the major pharmacies with our prescription benefit through work. I mean, come on. Well, I want to tell you this split that's going on with pharmacy prices is getting larger and larger and larger. And two of the big reasons are Sam's Club and Costco. Sam's Club has as a lure to try to get members to go from the base membership to their fancy plus membership that gives you cash back all year long and all that stuff has a real attention getter prescription drug program for their plus members where a bunch of generic drugs are yours all year long for free. They just give them to you as part of the benefit of your membership. And then they have uh, somewhere close to 700 drugs that are $10 or less per monthly supply. Then there's another series of drugs that are a flat $4 per month at Sam's Club. And that, the $4 list, is similar to what Walmart's had for years and years, same company, uh, where they've had the $4 prescription drug list. But it's a, an opportunity for Sam's to try to get you to go to their higher membership. And you go on the website and they show you all the drugs at Sam's Club that are available at the discounts and it's really easy to follow and you're able to look down and see if the drugs you take are available for $10 a month or less or they're one of the free ones 
that you can have. And it's not an intro, they're free. They stay free. Costco that I mentioned earlier about the situation with my wife, Costco now has a brand new national prescription drug program that they were testing for a while in just a few warehouses. And with the Costco member prescription program, and it's uh, you don't have to be a executive member of Costco, just being a Costco member, you were eligible for these prices they offer on prescription drugs that are usually going to be cheaper on most things you'd fill than what you would get through your employer-provided prescription benefit plan. And the other thing that Costco's done with their member prescription program is there are participating pharmacies that have nothing to do with Costco but have chosen to be um, a discount outlet for people with Costco's drug discount program. So a lot of times, maybe on a Sunday you need a prescription drug, and Costco's not open on Sunday for prescriptions, so you got to go somewhere else if you got to fill that prescription. Or it's just not convenient for you to go to Costco to fill it or whatever. There are other pharmacies that participate in the program, the new Costco program. The prices are generally higher than they are filling direct at Costco, but lower than what you'd pay otherwise elsewhere. And so this is a little-known member benefit of being a Costco member, you need to know. And the Sam's one has been around for years, and I find that they must be terrible marketeers that nobody knows about, who's a Sam's Club member, knows about their discount program. But now you do know. Krista? We have a question about prescriptions, actually, from Richard in California. He says, is it safe and practical to buy brand-name medications with mail order from Canada? If yes, what companies do you recommend? Oh, boy. Okay. So the Canadian thing, getting prescriptions, has been controversial since I started talking about it like 25 years ago. It is a potential way on brand-name drugs for you to save a ton. Because everything pretty much I was talking about just a second ago with Costco and Sam's, all the big savings are on generics. But if you need a particular brand name for which there's no generic, it can be, I mean, life-changing what you have to pay to fill that prescription in the United States. So people who live in border states that border Canada forever have crossed the border to fill their prescriptions that are brand name on the other side of the border and come back. For a long time, they couldn't do it because of COVID. The Canadian border is open again for us as Americans. So you can go back to going across the border into Canada to buy prescriptions. For you, Richard, that's not practical living in California. You got to do mail order of the meds from Canada. And this is an area that has been, unfortunately, filled with a lot of fraud, where phony um, pharmacies, well, they're uh, rogue pharmacies, let's call them, send you drugs, supposedly from Canada, that are counterfeits. And you end up buying something that instead of helping you could even potentially harm you. And so you got to be very careful. There used to be a Wisconsin state website, 
and a Minnesota state website where they went into Canada, vetted pharmacies for citizens of their states to buy prescription drugs. Those are gone now. There is one that should be able to help you, though, called CIPA, C-I-P-A dot com, where you're able uh, with pretty good confidence to know that the pharmacy that you're buying from in Canada is legit selling you real manufacturers um, prescriptions for that brand name and not some kind of counterfeit. It is still an area that when you do order by mail, you don't have the safety and assurance of people who live in border states who are able to just drive across and go in person to an actual real pharmacy. This is from Angeline in California. I was avoiding the new GPay because I don't like the way the app looks, but I finally got around to playing with it and seeing what it was all about. Is it true that it may have more security than just swiping your card? It looks like it makes a virtual number for any card you link to it. If so, could I have, I could have been using this safely for quite a while now. Should I trust it? Yes, Angeline, both Apple Pay and Google Pay, GPay, are superior ways for you to pay for things at a register because you are generating basically an electronic code for your card every time you swipe it. And so with the GPay, which, I mean, I'm kind of a techno idiot, even though I like technology, I find the GPay to be uh, pretty difficult to master but it is a safer way for you to pay. And so I'm glad you've worked your way through it. And yes, you should trust it. And as well as for people on iPhones, should absolutely trust and use Apple Pay. Kaylee in Ohio, my husband and I recently moved and have had our mailbox destroyed twice by vandals. Ugh. We could buy a more robust mailbox, but what is stopping them from going after our cars or trees or anything else on our seven-acre property? What is the most cost-effective way to either catch the vandals and or protect our property? Are there waterproof cameras? Should we get a driveway gate, brick mailbox? I feel so sick knowing that we are being targeted at our new home. Well, Krista, you may remember that that happened to us not yeah. once but twice, where our mailbox at our house was destroyed by vandals two different times. And we did just what you talked about, Kaylee. We got a really, really strong mailbox that, um, you know, a stand for it and the whole thing. And the vandals left us alone after that. I also put in a locking mailbox so that people couldn't just go in and steal our mail. On the issue of the cameras, yes, you can buy very affordable cameras now that uh, that work on battery power that can be installed outside. These things tend to be around $100, a little less, a little more. They operate off an SD card. You don't have to have an internet connection to them, although there are more expensive ones where you can monitor them real-time over the internet. But the idea of the uh, outdoor cameras that have the SD card is if something happens at your property, you can go get the SD card out of the camera and you're able to watch and see what happened. Um, having a security gate is uh, something that would potentially bring you peace of mind at your property, 
since you do have people who seem either they're teenagers that are acting foolish or there's somebody who is trying to let you know you're not welcome, if you start with a camera and a more secure mailbox, you'll have a better feel for what's going on. And if it is just teenagers being foolish teenagers, then you don't have a true health and safety security threat. If it is adults that are involved, that's when I would look definitely at getting a driveway gate for your property. And I'm really sorry that this is your welcome to your neighborhood. Straight ahead, I've received a question about Best Buy's new membership program, and it's expensive. I want to let you know who it's a good deal for and who it's really throwing money away straight ahead. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos, but it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia, identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks, and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Earlier this year, I made fun of Best Buy for their new membership program that they were testing. And at that point, it was just being tested in a small number of locations. And I was just blown away by the membership cost, $200 annual membership. Well, I thought it was going to die on the vine in its current form. And from the test, and I was wrong. And I got to tell you, Wall Street loves this. They think it's going to make Best Buy stock go to the moon, that the value of Best Buy as a company is going to skyrocket from their new annual membership program called Total Tech. If you heard me before, you know it's the 200 bucks gets you 24 hour a day unlimited tech support. I mean, man, that's what I'm looking for at three in the morning is I can't get this TV to do whatever when I'm trying to record this show. Uh -huh. Anyway, apparently that's a lure to people to have 24-hour-a-day tech support, and there's going to be discriminatory pricing. People that are members of the Best Buy program will get better prices on the stuff in the stores than people who are not paying the $200 membership. Now, that 
uh, takes a page from the playbook of Costco and Sam's that have their premium memberships to get you 2% cash back in return for paying for the premium membership. You're also going to have two years of uh, extended warranty protection on things. So if normally a lot of electronics only have 90 days, you'll have two years on most of the things you'd buy. Shipping will be free on everything. Installation will be free. A two-month window for returns and exchanges. And the thing that got Wall Street all excited is Best Buy is going to discriminatory practices on merchandise availability. People that are members of Total Tech will have first dibs on hard-to-find items. So if I'm just, uh, you know, going in as a non-member and I want to buy the latest, greatest, whatever, that people are really seeking some game machine or some Apple thing or Samsung or whatever, that I will be not able to get it until the people that are members of Total Tech are able to get it. Now, I think a different way. I think 200 bucks. Think what I could do with $200 buying stuff or not spending money and having $200 in my pocket. So the idea of this is, is for a more affluent Best Buy customer or potential Best Buy customer. And, you know, it's all the rage to have the membership programs that have grown so much from Amazon's effort. Now, Walmart with Walmart Plus and all the rest, those are much more about, uh, in Amazon's case, free delivery plus perks like video and music. Um, in this case, this is all about the shopping. Krista? From Jody in Georgia, I've been shopping for a used car via Carfax, and I was wondering about some of the buy here, pay here lots that some of these vehicles are located at. Say, is it safe to buy from these lots as long as I have my mechanic inspect? Yes, Jody, it's the same rule whether you buy at a franchise car dealer's used car lot, an independent used car seller, or you buy from what's known as a buy here, pay here. In any case, the best protection is to have it inspected. Now, at a buy here, pay here lot, they're not used to people wanting to have vehicles inspected, and they may be hostile to you wanting to do so. But if they are hostile, you're done with that facility. So having a mechanic inspect needs to be done prior to purchase because in most every state, the second you sign the paperwork for a used car, you are obligated to it, and the inspection by the mechanic turns out to be just um, after the fact kind of, uh-oh, this is what you're going to face. Um, one of the things that has made CarMax and of late Carvana so appealing is that you have a right to buy a used vehicle and then have a period of time, typically seven days, to return it for a full unconditional refund as long as you meet the, the check marks during the time you're driving it. And this is a customer-friendly kind of policy that I hope will become mainstream in the sale of used cars. 
From Kent in Indiana, this is embarrassing to tell since I'm a huge Clark fan, but here it is. I bought a used cell phone on Facebook Marketplace. It was clean and worked great. This morning, it quit working. I went to the phone store and they informed me that the phone was reported stolen. It is now on the blacklist. The owner, whom I'm trying to hunt down, reported it stolen to the insurance company. I'm out of my money and a phone. Just helping other listeners out, don't buy phones from individuals. Kent, I'm really sorry about the terrible experience you had on Facebook Marketplace. I wouldn't say don't buy a cell phone from an individual, but if you buy, as an example, instead of buying from Facebook's Marketplace, buy from eBay's Marketplace. eBay has protections in place if you buy from their trusted sellers. You know, there's a logo there. And there are policies in place that protect you if you're sold uh, what turns out to be a stolen and becomes a bricked phone on eBay. So don't take the wrong lesson from the Facebook marketplace being a dangerous place to buy it that you should not buy an individual's used phone. But I will tell you on eBay, there are a lot of sellers of used cell phones that are companies that this is what they do for a living. And if they ever unknowingly sold you a phone that they bought in good faith and they in turn sold to you that was stolen, I think without exception, the legitimate sellers on eBay would make it good to you with your money back or a replacement phone. From Tom in Missouri, my wife is in the military and we're going to be stationed in Spain next spring. What is a good place to buy an unlocked phone, and do you have any recommendations for a phone with a great camera? We want to take advantage of this exciting assignment with quality photos and videos, as well as video calling back home to family. We're looking in the sub $400 range. So, um, Tom, I don't know if you were iPhone or Android, and I should say it as a side, if you would express my gratitude to your wife for her serving our country in the U.S. military. And what a good gig that you get to be in Spain. Um, As far as a phone that I would look at that would be an affordable option with a good camera, I would look at the OnePlus Nord series, N-O-R-D. It is their affordable line. It is an Android phone if you're okay with Android. And you're going to pay at retail for the Nord N200 5G which will work routinely on 5G frequencies in the United States and also uh, pretty much around the world except Japan, you're going to pay $239 at full retail for the Nord N200 5G. But there are discounts from time to time. The other day I know it was on sale for $199. It has a big screen, uh, runs at 90 hertz, and has a decent camera. It's not going to be the quality of a flagship iPhone or Samsung camera, but I think you'll be really happy with the quality of both the photos and the videos it'll take, and you'll be really happy at the $200 range price. And from Brian in Washington, help, I have a cousin who is anti-traditional timeshares, as she should be, but she has started talking about getting into a property that is what she calls a deeded property. 
She says it is unlike tradi- a traditional timeshare because in this case she has a deeded share of the property. To me, it sounds like a new version of the same old thing, and someone, sh- and someone she and everyone else something she and everyone else needs to stay away from. Can you tell me if there's any difference between a traditional timeshare and a shared property that is one week per year with an annual fee and an annual maintenance fee, but is part of the deed? Would this property be easier to sell in the future than a traditional timeshare? Brian, um, it's your cousin, so uh, just be polite and nod. But the reality is this is just a sales technique. There is a difference in having a timeshare week deeded to you. And then basically there are 52, I'm sorry, 51 typically individual deeded owners to that property instead of with so many timeshares there what's known as interval where you um, have a right to use it for a period of time is to deeded share being somehow better math and um, better outcome for having a timeshare no way if your cousin wants to believe that and is really into it let your cousin do it if she wants to do it but a timeshare by any sales technique, any titling, anything, remains a dog of an investment. It is not an investment. It is spending with a perpetual obligation. And I recommend that you not uh, fall for the ruse that your cousin is falling for. I want to tell you, if we didn't get to your question, or you'd like one-on-one individual advice for free, You can reach our Team Clark Consumer Action Center Monday through Friday from 10 Eastern time in the morning till 4 Eastern time in the afternoon. The phone number, 636-49-CLARK. And this is a service that we have offered since 1993 for you to be able to get free one-on-one advice.